Hey, and welcome back to Your So Random Tosh Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope all is well. Hope you're staying safe and, of course, using precautions out here in these streets. Um, yeah, your girl had to record this over because I'm getting phone calls left and right. And it's so weird because every time I go to record, usually things start to happen crazy around me. But... Hopefully we can, <laughs> I'm going to have to mute this phone. Um, yeah, let me just, maybe I should turn it off because people will constantly call me and I'm like, I'm trying to record here, people. Maybe I should start sending out like messages on telling everybody, right. look, at a certain time I'm recording, but also I'm random. So I don't always record at that time depending on the situation. Well, anyway, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate the love that I am receiving. People are really tuning in, and I and I see the numbers, and I'm like, wow, people are listening to the shit I have to say. So I'm really happy about that. Also, I want to tell y'all, your girl is down for the count. Yes, yesterday I pulled the muscle. Does not feel good. Had to be taken to the force to the hospital because I'm like I just was here I was just at the hospital so I had to go back to the hospital they had to do these x-rays and the doctor was like Mm-mm, you pulled a muscle girl and she ain't say girl but you know I'm giving y'all my version of it so basically they said I pulled the muscle I might have to do um what is it physical therapy oh I'm like, are you kidding me? (sighs) I remember, like, I feel like the older I get, the more fragile it is. But they said anybody can do this. But I feel like when I was in my early 20s, I was not having all these issues as bad. (laughs) I feel like I could have shook it off. And I thought yesterday I was one of those 20-year-olds that could shake it off. But no, no, no. Interesting fact, she asked that I used to play sports, and I said basketball. She said, "Mm mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. How does she know this stuff? But this is her expertise, I guess. So, yeah, so so they sent me home with all this stuff to help with the pain, and I just been in the bed. I cooked dinner for myself, very fast dinner, because I'm in a lot of pain. I've been taking, like, abscess, um, Epsom salt. Epsom salt, yeah, baths, and I just been in pain, and I feel bad because <laughs> I have so much, th- so many things I have to take care of and do, but it's like, again, a standstill, so I just have to heal my body, and hopefully, I'm not trying to be out for two weeks, you know, a week. Friday, I do a follow-up appointment, and hopefully, she give me the okay to get back to normal okay but uh yeah so in the meantime I've been catching up on my Netflix shows and um basically I got a chance to watch the 40 year old version not the one with Steve Carell and it's not spelled like a version it's spelled (laughs) V-E-R S I O N. Wait, did I spell it right? Oh my god, that was so stupid. Ah, let me just make sure. 
because you know your girl sometimes be it, it be sounding like I'm doing it right, but yeah, I spelled right. V e r s i o n. And it stars uh, Rhonda. Rhonda. It's R A D H A, I believe. Blinks. And so she directed it, screenwriting. Um, it was really good. It's basically talking about uh, a, a lady who's close to 40 and uh, she, the experiences she's going through. So all the society pressure, all the things that she had accomplished, she looked at this award that she won 30 under 30. And she was just basing it off of that and like where has her life came from that and just going through the different transitions you know in life and basically finding truly finding out who she was and through it all everything with your body changing um the people that you have in your life uh also dealing with some some sort of um denial or depression some ways because her mother passed away and uh just dealing with it all as getting close to 40 and the thing is it's very relatable you know no matter you know especially if you're you know going through these different stages as a woman and you know it's just it's very it's very relatable and I really enjoyed the movie. So if you haven't checked it out, please feel free to do it. It's on Netflix. It's called The 40-Year-Old Version. And she also, I love the fact that she was an aspiring rapper as well, you know. And she wrote plays. And the thing was, they was trying to change her. And she, she got the courage to be like, you know what, this is bullshit. This is not who I am, this is not how you're going to critique my stuff, this is what's going on in my mind, and I just appreciate people like that, you know, so it was a really good, good movie, good find on Netflix, um, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing, catching up on Netflix shows, also I've been watching David Letterman, David Letterman, he has a show on Netflix, I guess, called Nesca guess who my next guest is or something like that and I watched the one with Kim Kardashian and Lizzo and they gave he gave really good interviews with them so when he went to he had to go to Lizzo's house due to all the stuff that's going on with the COVID and basically you know got a chance to explore her mind and you know find out who Lizzo is and I really appreciated it and she had made some key value points. Like, people base things off of what you look like instead of, like, anything else. Like, it matters so much about what a person looks like instead of just saying, this person is very talented. This person, um, you know, is active. Is this person want to change, you know, a lot of things that's going on in the world? You know, this person is positive, you know? It's like everybody just was focusing. A lot of people focused. And she was saying, even if it's coming off positive, like you have the courage to do what you do because of your size. And I'm like, what? You know, and I get what she's saying. Like, even the compliments were weird to her because it was like the courage, so much confidence. Why is it? That's the thing. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
personally as a big girl myself I don't like when people say that oh and sometimes I got and I have to admit I have got in the routine before and got in that box where I say oh the confidence you know but let's make this clear no matter what size you are you should have confidence you should push for that but don't objectify it as you have to have confidence to be that big to do what you you know to do what you do that's the part that gets kind of fucked up and weird to me because it's like no because if she was slim would you have said it in that way you know so we have to be more mind mindful as a um you know community as a as society to not always be like go girl you know I wish I could do it (laughs) and it's like you can do it you know you basically can and people are so judgmental because I think in our mind it's like you're supposed to have this you have this ideal size or ideal look that you're supposed to look this way so anytime it is something different for you or something that's not shown and mind you it's so many beautiful big girls in the hood like everywhere so it's like it okay like do you but because she's in a public eye it's more like wow she confident to do that <laughs> i know a couple big girls that wore that same outfit you know like wore a, a, a body fitted uh skirt or shirt or dress or something it's like let's be more mindful about about things you know let's look at a person as a fucking human being like not just you know judge them first for their outer appearance and I think we all lack that we all fall in the box when it comes to that even if I'm uplifting women I find myself sometimes using certain words certain terms um that I have to say no because that's like the societal thing to say you know so yeah so we're gonna continue to lift Lizzo up and let's look at her art her craft her as a person you know her music like we do everybody else yeah she's beautiful that's you know that but not just say oh you know she's beautiful for a big girl like that shit is so irritating you know it's like can't a person just be beautiful you know <laughs> see when you say it like that it's like you separate and like it cannot be possible you know so we got to be more mindful when it comes to you know the way we we sometimes act towards what is so-called different which i don't think it is but hey and it's nothing wrong with being different but you know what i mean what i'm saying that um but yeah interesting um you know it's so weird everybody just keep it's it's just so weird okay but (laughs) interesting interviews that he had and uh with kim kardashian um her explaining her life and the things she's been through very interesting um points of view that she had so yeah so I've just been catching up on that also I want to talk about um music I do 
music is a great coping mechanism. Everybody knows that, you know, all types of genre. And I feel like when somebody asks me what's my favorite kind of music, and one way I would say like old rhythm and blues, like, you know, oldies, you know, like Barbara Mason, um, Shaka Khan, um, uh, The Whispers, you know, um, it's so many people, Natalie Cole, um, like they were towards the newer version of oldies, but you get what I'm saying, like, the platters, um, the, the Delphonics, the Dells, Temptations, the Blue Notes, you know, Harold, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Teddy, Teddy Pettigrass, like, Teddy Pettigrass, it's so many, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin, you know, it's that genre that I really like. I really like that. Etta James. I really like that genre. I really do. But also, I like alternative music. I like music that make me feel what, like good, you know, or take me back to a time, you know, it, that was a good time you know, in my childhood or anything like that. Growing up, you know, everybody know when you start hearing the oldies come on, your mom is cleaning or, you know, or cooking or doing something she enjoys, but she has to have the music going. And I remember my mom doing that a lot. So it just lives with you as you get older. But... Music for me is a is a coping mechanism. I, I really enjoy it. I think when we were allowed to do concerts, that's why I think I ran to so many music concerts or festivals because it just helped me, like, it just was a happy place. Do you get what I'm saying? So music for me is just something, and, and I'm going to spill some tea to y'all. Um, the stylistics. I'm going to spill some tea for y'all. When I was younger, <laughs> I used to write songs. I used to write raps. I used, I used to write, I can't sing and I'm not a good, great rapper, but I used to write a lot of uh, things. And it was like a coping thing for me. And I always wanted to go in a studio but the shyness in me, you know, always pushed it back because there used to be so many guys around and I used to hear their talent. I used to be like, wow, that's so, that's so awesome, you know? But, you know, you, you want to get courage. You want to get the courage to do that. But I used to do that and, and now I feel like I have a brain fart, literally, like when I open up something and write, like, it has to be a spontaneous thing for me. Sometimes your best thoughts come from being in the shower or something. Um, and it's like, sometimes I forget the verses. So I'm like, oh, I'll forget it. We'll try this another month or another year. 
but yeah, I used to do that, and uh, yeah, it was just something that I like doing. I just like music, y'all, so I mean, like, through these times that we're having, if you're trying to find some joy in life, <laughs> listen to some music, I'm telling you, feels really good, it feels good. Um, but it takes you through a lot of emotions, I ain't gonna lie, you know, like when you break up, or when you're having a bad day, or, you know, the music playlist starts to change, you know, (laughs) the music playlist, like Millie Jackson will come on, fuck you, you know, it's, a lot of things will change, you know, um, but yeah, that's what I enjoyed. And I think it's because, you know, growing up, music was like a thing for us. It would get us happy. And I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people. And it's weird because one parent loved music. The other parent mm, preferred talk radio. (laughs) So my mom loved music and my dad loved talk radio. And it's just so funny. It's like, even if I'm in the car, like, I'm driving my dad. My dad was like, oh, turn that music off. Can you turn to AM station? Because <laughs> he wants to listen to talk music. Or he'll bring his headsets and pin in his his phone and listen to talk radio. That's what he likes listening to. And I'm like, I clearly didn't get this from you. I got this from, nah, I'm not going to say, I did get a lot of my stuff from my mom, like music and all, but I can once in a while listen to talk radio if they have like some interesting topics, and look what I do, such a coincidence, I'm doing a podcast, so I guess it is kind of like talk radio, right, (laughs) so yeah, you'd be surprised as you get older that you notice the things that your parents were like, you start to kind of be like that too you're like oh man I used to laugh at her when she did that. I used to laugh at him when he did that and here you go doing it that's why I always said if I ever was to have children it's gonna be funny as hell <laughs> it's gonna be a ride <laughs> or if I adopt children you know still gonna be funny and it's gonna be a ride i'm you know because these little human beings <laughs> you're like where did you get that one from i don't know or you notice you're saying stuff that your parents say and you're like oh my gosh i'm really turning into my parent <laughs> oh man but yeah just thinking about that but yeah so um I've been on these websites just looking at stuff and like this whole big thing about Birkins and I'm not knocking anyone who wants to pay a certain amount for a purse but I just start really looking at them and I'm like I don't know I'm not a fashion guru so somebody schooled me on it I don't know what the big deal is about them like to me I, I don't see them being so beautiful like what everybody is making them seem like I'm like well they come in different colors and they have like a gold locket and that's it I I don't 
see what's so beautiful about them? Like, is it... Because I never personally touched a Birkin. I never saw a Birkin in person. Well, yes, I did. Because I used to go to those basketball games. And the girls used to walk around with them. <laughs> But I never, like, touched it or anything. So, I don't... I don't know... I don't know too much about them. So, maybe I shouldn't speak on it. Because I don't know too much about it. But what I'm saying is I just saw that on the social media, people are, like, talking about them like it's, like, a big thing. And people buying fake ones. And I think that's stupid. I mean, like, how do you know it's fake? <laughs> I don't. I mean, are you an expert in a fake? What is fake? What is real? I don't know. I'm confused by it all, you know? Um... My whole thing is, if you like it and, and that's something you want to buy, feel freely to do it. Uh, but I personally, to me, I don't know what is so great, grand about them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know what's grand. And like I said, I'm not an expert or anything, and I don't understand why people are just. I mean, like. You shouldn't judge people if they're going to buy them. If they buy them, they buy them. But I was just trying to figure out what is the, what is, what is it like about a Birkin that is so great? <laughs> I, I need some help. What is, tell me. Tell me. Because I heard like they cost anywhere up to like what, $36,000, $50,000? And I'm like, damn what you could do with that <laughs> so I don't know and then the revalue the resell I mean I guess it's an investment you know because if you put it up for sale you can get the earnings back for it I guess I don't know I mean if you find a legit way to re invest in that and then get your earnings double that then hey you got something going there so maybe that's what it is. Or maybe the people just like them to like them. I don't know. I know I like what I like. So maybe, you know, people could say the same thing with me. Well, why do you like Vans so much? What's the best thing about them? Well, I can definitely tell you about Vans. And I'm a budget type of connoisseur. Okay, Vans are not that expensive. So Vans are very comfortable. They come in amazing colors and different material. Now, if somebody can break it down for me about a Birkin, <laughs> then I can understand it more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, people are crazy. But, you know, somebody posted something up there that their man or, or they bought from themselves. And then you look in the comments. That's what I said. I don't look at and. On my Instagram, my comments are limited. Like, people can't just be living, uh, leaving any type of comment under my picture now. Because I try to block all negativity as much as possible. But, um, but I don't, I don't really have too much of that on my Instagram. Because I'm, mm, I don't really, nobody cares about what the hell I'm doing. Anyway, so, <laughs> but these people that are in the spotlight like celebrities or whatever so um you know the whole thing i think it was with queen naja i like her she's so funny to me and she can sing she's very talented she got beautiful kids and beautiful family 
and I and I watch her YouTube sometimes. And I think her boyfriend was his name, Clarence. He bought her um, a Birkin, so people were like talking about it and being negative, you know, negative Nancys. If anybody named Nancy, sorry, but that's that's how it's going. But um, I think that's kind of rude, you know. It is rude to talk about somebody's birthday gift kind of rude or anything that somebody does for them but I was just trying to figure out what was the big deal about the Birkins <laughs> and happy belated birthday to her Cardi B everybody who's celebrating their birthday in October my cousin Joy love you girl and um you know everyone you know who who is out here celebrating just stay safe y'all that's all I'm saying so moving on, <laughs> y'all know I miss basketball. <laughs> I mean, cause it was like that 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 stopped, you know, everything just stopped. And then we had the wait, and then it began again, and then I was all in my feelings. And now I'm coming to the conclusion where I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm gonna have to find some classic games. And once my healing heals up, go on the court and play or something. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on in basketball? <laughs> you know, if I find out any updates, I'll let y'all know. Definitely, we'll let y'all know. Do I have anything else to talk about? Well, not really. I just wanted to let you know what's going on with me and what was on my mind also oh yeah so with this whole injury that I have I am going I found a reflexology clinic here where thank goodness it was like so hard to find certain things that I am so used to doing when I moved so I'm like what the hell so I found a reflexology I have an appointment for them and then also he's gonna um, look at my back and do that ancient Chinese massage, the gasha, gusha. Sorry, don't know how to pronounce it. Please forgive me. So that helps with the toxins and the pain and joint areas. So yeah, I'm so excited about that and I can't wait for my appointment. So that might help with some of the soreness that's going on in my life. Um, but yeah, cause I noticed when I was constantly getting the massage treatment, the reflexology, doing different treatments naturally, holistically, um, I wasn't getting as injured or hurting as bad as I am now. Also, I'm going to probably test out my bed. I might have to invest in another type of bed, even though my bed is pretty comfortable, but from how my doctor's saying my back is, I'm, like, worried. You know what I'm saying? So, I might have to invest in one of those beds that adjust to the way your body is or something. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm going to figure it out because your girl has to stay healthy and prepare, you know? <laughs> I'm going to still be like a cowgirl. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not cowgirling anyone. <laughs> Close your ears. I'm not cow- If you're too young or 
too old or not used to me talking crazy like this, close your ears. You didn't hear that. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to shut this podcast out. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Till next time, stay safe. Peace out.